and so it's the Arcade Perfect Podcast, and I'm one of your hosts, Daz, and it's episode 20. And with me, as always, my good friend, Mr. Sean Taxter. How are you, sir? Good day, Daz. I'm doing well, mate. Hello, everyone. Hello, Welcome everyone. To another podcast. Yes. Yeah. And it's got to be an awesome one, as always. They're all awesome, aren't they, Tag? They're all awesome. They are. They are. Well, what we think they are, Daz. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true, too. I just hope our guest <laughs> thinks uh, it's awesome as well. We have Mr. Yes. AC Aaron from Press Play and Tape Podcast back. And we're not doing Altered Beast this time. How are you, dude? Thank Christ for that, too. (laughs) Good, gentlemen. I'm good. Yourselves? Good, mate. Good, good. Very good. Very good, mate. So we're here to talk about Choniki, right? This is the one where we talk about... Yeah? No? The PC Engine game. (laughs) And the big muscles. Is that what we want? That is 100% it. Excellent. Okay, so who wants to take the first game? (laughs) You're making me blush. (laughs) The laugh, the laughter's telling me that Daz lied to me. I did did you lie to me to get me on? Kind of, because we are playing a schmuck. Oh. We're playing Salamander, my friend. Ah, that's right. So, so the versions you played weren't Cho and Nikki; they were Salamander. Oh, though well, I've been at the gym playing Cho and Nikki all night. <laughs> that's really at the awkward. gym. Oh, oh no, we spinning around in the air. Levitating, oh, dude! Listening to some amazing music in the process. Yeah, yeah. it was fabulous. <laughs> were, were, were your hands against your hips? <laughs> Plenty of hip thrusts going yeah, on, baby. Yeah, Trust okay, me. cool. I just hope you didn't get any end level bosses. That's all. But uh, all right, let's let's just get away from Joe and Nikki. How's that, uh, Sean? Say yes, it's Salamander. Um, yeah. Go crazy, mate. Shall we talk shall we talk a bit about it? Let people know what this game's all about. I say yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. So Salamander came out in nineteen eighty six. What a great year, because Outrun came out, so that's why I never played Salamander in the arcade. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, it did come out in nineteen eighty six. It came out as a kit. Um, and then it all gets a bit confusing. So um, in the US, Salamander became Life Force. And then in 1987, in Japan, they re released Salamander as Life Force Salamander in Japan as well. Um, so, yes, yeah, so there's a few name changes here, depending on if you're in the Japan, if you're in the US, if you're in Europe. And Japan seemed to like the, the, the name Life Force, so they re bought it out again. Um, if you're familiar with Gradius, then you'll recognise Salamander, and you'll definitely recognise the ship. The uh, the ship, as the ship's quite f- famous, it's the Vic Viper. Um, this had a much simpler upgrade system, or it did on some versions, <laughs> uh, and it also had simultaneous two-player mode as well. Um, the spin on this one was that you had horizontal stages. Um, with then some vertical levels as well to mix it up. Uh, lots and lots of ports of this game. It was on Amstrad CPC, C64, on the NES. It came out on mobile, on Android, MSX, PC, PC Engine, PS3, PSP, Vita, Virtual Console, the X68000, and the Speccy. 
Uh, last but not least, I think the last thing it came out on was the PS4 on the archive, Arcade Archives uh, Hamster Collection. Uh, there's one sequel to it called Salamander 2, which came out 10 years later in 1996, which I was playing the other day. A very, very, very good game. It is a very good game. Very beautiful uh, looking game too. Beautiful looking game. Yeah, mm. very nice. Why didn't we do that one? <laughs> I don't think it had any ports. No, no I probably yeah. didn't actually. Oh, it, yeah. came, it came. It came out on a compla- couple of compilations, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you play as if you play one player, you play as the Vic Viper. If you play two player, the second ship is Lord British. It's uh, a special special ship just for those palms. <laughs> yep. There was so, a one. Yeah. But wasn't he the guy from Ultima, Ultima? that was like, yeah. yeah, Mr. Richard Garriott, he was all about yeah. space, and ah, I see what they did there. Yeah, so Lord British, very nice, very nice. Or Road British, sometimes it's called in the dodgy Japanese to English translation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, <laughs> there are six stages um if you die in this game depending on the version again you continue to play along from your death um which differs from gradius uh, the only thing you do retain is the uh the orbs or the options will stay on the screen and if you hurry up you can grab them and collect them still um There's no selection bar for your uh, weapons upgrades. It's all automatic, apart from the Japanese version. Um, Okay, so, guys, anything you'd like to add on that one? I think you've you've covered a lot of what's there. I mean, without getting into individual versions, it was probably the biggest one was just the confusion over... Is it Gradius? Is it Life Force? Is it Salamander? (laughs) Like, it was just... And then you think you throw Nemesis into the mix if you want to get really funky, and it's like this big mishmash of just people that can't make up their minds on what to call the damn thing. <laughs> That's very yeah, true. Yeah, it is very strange, isn't it? It's strange, because oh, yeah, I was looking at the Amstrad version, it says, also, see Nemesis. I'm like, okay. So I thought, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Nemesis 2. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I just said Nemesis. I'm like, okay, this is getting crazy now. But yeah, 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 it's strange, and there are a few other differences as well, which we'll probably go through as we go through the versions. So definitely, um, the US version or Life Force version um, had quite a few changes to it because they made it more of a bio type of. In- you, the whole storyline was you was not in space; you was actually inside an alien, um, yeah. an alien. So. Fighting off a virus, so we'll probably go into that a little bit more as we get into it. (laughs) Because Um, we need stories for shoot 'em ups. That's That's right, yes. Yeah. Push one player, shoot him in the face, as Sean Holly would say, and then game over. (laughs) That's all you need to know. So yeah, any uh, guys, any memories of this game? Did you did you play it in the arcade? Did you ever have any versions of it as a kid? I remember uh, seeing it. I saw it, it right now. I saw it in the arcade back in the day. Um, I didn't play it that much because it was difficult. But um, yeah, I did have the C64 version growing up, and I yeah, loved it. To that bits. was 
oh heck yeah it was it was well it was pretty much one of the best horizontal and vertical shooters too but mm. we'll get to that um but yeah it was definitely one of the the best ports of that game on any of the home systems at the time um but yeah no the the nest the nest one was one i had had and used to hire and play with friends a fair bit so it was again it was sort of that whole burned into the memory of how to play it and also how to get extra lives in it so yep Mm. yeah i don't really have any uh i think i might have had it on the c64 i remember playing nemesis a lot um which i might be possibly confused by that but i I do remember those the flame planet stages you know with the with the arc in flames which i think Mm -hmm. is like maybe level three on on salamander but um yeah i didn't really play it much in the arcade I think I was into my Sega Deluxe cabinets and things like that by 1986. Um, and the last time I bought it was on the PS... I actually bought it on the PS4 on that archi- arcade archives because I hadn't really um, um, played it for a long while. So I thought I'll pick it up on that and it'll make me play it a bit. But um, no. yeah, not not a big fan. It has to be said. I was going to put it out there early, guys. Uh, I thought the collision <laughs> was, was pan- pants on the... Uh, on that first level where it kind of has got the, the blue balls that kind of go up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. Try, to, try to collect like, um, you know, an upgrade and like you die and I felt the collision was a bit on the unfair side. It's very sensitive. Mm. So yeah. it really put me off the game. I tried to like it. I wanted to like it, but because uh, I loved Nemesis or the original Gradius, but um, it just found it frustrating. It's come okay. back to Interesting. The, I know there were some versions that really, really punished the heck out of you, and it's just poor programming. Um, but yeah, yeah. I've, I've always found Salamander to be a pretty, pretty cruisy affair. That it's, um, I mean, there's the NES version. You can pretty much just not touch the controls, and you won't get hit by anything for the first sixty seconds of the game. <laughs> That's my kind of version. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, you, you, you start you start in a spot where you know, enemies don't hit you until you get into the cavern. But um, yeah. no, nah, I think the biggest thing I've I've always found with, I mean, this series of games in general is always that you have to be on the ball and you, know, you have to know your enemy patterns because if you don't, you can't you don't shoot fast enough earlier on in the game to be able to nail the whole wave to get your, your power-ups and yeah, yeah it, it pretty much snowballs from there that if you miss two or three suddenly you know you might have a bit of speed you might have a ripple if you decide that looks cool yeah. but you don't have a lot else and it makes it does make it pretty hard yeah yeah but yeah. patterns yeah. are the yeah. nature of these games you know that's that's probably the big one there yeah totally agree yeah so um any other memories, guys? Is, have you picked it up on anything else, or um, did you ever? Did you, Aaron, did you play it in the arcade at all? No, never saw it. Um, the no. real shooters that I have memories of has just been things like uh, Darius. Like we had a deluxe three the three screen cab up in Brisbane at one point, and that was a thing, yeah. you know, thing of absolute beauty. Um, but this one, yeah. no, I don't think I've ever even seen a Gradius cab like back then. Since yeah. that's, that's a different story, but um, yeah, no, they didn't really see a lot of it yeah okay did any of you guys see great did you have gradius in australia or was it nemesis uh, uh nemesis ports. on the com- was nemesis on the computers wasn't it yeah c64 it was yeah. nemesis yeah uh, at yeah. least the versions i remember it as that was definitely what it was 
Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah, we had Nemesis in the UK as well. Yeah, that's what I always remember it as. But, um, all right. Okay, so I think that's pretty much it, guys, isn't it, from an uh, experience point of view? So we've got a fair few versions um, out there to give to, to do a run-through. Um, shall we send Daz out first, Aaron? Yeah, Throw me to the thinking. wolves. Or I'll be throwing I'll be throwing two systems into the wolves, that's for sure. <laughs> I know right. which two they'll be as well, I've got a feeling. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't do them now, though. I'm not gonna do them now though. <laughs> I will start with the MSX version though. Oh, whoa, we're gonna go there first, okay. We'll go there first, okay. Yeah. Um Okay. He he's played the MSX one. I have. Uh, okay. Yeah, I have, yeah. I okay, today cool. in quite a bit quite a bit of detail. Okay, yeah. alright, cool. Uh, okay, this is what I've written down. These are my notes, okay? I thought the graphics are fine and sound was great for yeah. what yeah. the MSX one. I thought it was impressive. But again, I just found this a different variation of Salamander. Um, I found it closer to the NES version. Um, it has the same power-up system as the NES. I know I should have mentioned the NES prior because it's got the Gradius power-up system, which isn't like the arcade to me, so... That's right. Um, yeah. I tried passing a point on level one, but found it was impossible. Now, I tried to pass through, you know those, those two claw snake things? Mm-hmm. Well, they kept hitting me in the middle, even when I had a crap load of speed, and I, I just couldn't pass it. It just felt that the frames, there wasn't enough frames... And they would just yep. flick there, like you know, like a game and watch. How yep. he got those, just a certain frame, and he <laughs> there straight away. You couldn't yeah. predict when these things were going to get you, and I found that to be real crappy. And it just to me, that wrecked the game. Um, I, I found it to be a missed opportunity to be a great port. It's not horrible. But I would say there's anything to brag about. I just found the scrolling and, and the frame rate to be just very dire. It was that that laggy movement that just annoyed me. That it to me it wrecked the flow of the game. That was me. It wasn't bad. Yeah. But Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, look, you've you've hit on an interesting point, Daz. I mean yeah. the I mean, look, you mentioned you mentioned it well, like the it's an MSX one game, so it's not like say, um, Space Mambo on the MSX2 or the 2 Plus, which takes advantage of the fact that you know they've got you know 128k of video RAM and stuff like that to play with. Um, mm. But even there, like the MSX systems, just don't do horizontal uh, horizontal scrolling entirely well. Like you look at most shooters, and there's a lot of fantastic shooters on that system, but they all sort of have that same thing where the sprite movements pretty good like it's like the sprites i find like on it this and quite a few others like move really well but it's yeah. that scrolling the scrolling motion that it feels like it goes frame frame yeah 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 and and that that can be a, a really big put off because yeah the msx version is this probably single biggest different version of the entire game that apart from the power-up system which it like you said does share with the nest port for some reason they added that um but the difference as well like because it's got a different story there's branching levels there's different endings um there's a whole raft of stuff they added in which is pretty cool um for a port on a basically a 64k system or less depending 
You know what I found? I'm pretty sure it was that version too. Because um, I didn't actually write it down, but I think it did it too. When you die, it doesn't continue on. Correct. It pushes you back. And for me, that's that's kind of a oh. deal breaker for me. It's like that kind of screws you up. It's mm -hmm. It really does change the game completely. Well, it becomes more like Gradius. Yeah. Gradius, depending on who you are. Mm. Um, did you try playing a two-player game? No, no. <laughs> You'd hate it. You would hate it even more then because... Oh, no. Unlike um, Gradius, where most ports of that, if you play two-player, it doesn't reset you if one player dies. The MSX port, if you if one player dies, you both get reset. Oh, that's tight. No way. <laughs> oh, that's I, wrong. It's... That is very that, much like that a... That could cause a fight. That could cause a fight between the two of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, which, again, no, it's just... It's, it's an interesting thing, whether that's just purely because it doesn't have... It's putting so much emphasis and power into doing everything else that they just went, we, we can't reset the state of this ship without breaking something, so we're just going to force you yeah. back to the last checkpoint. I'm not sure, but, yeah, it's... Like I said, it, it's a cool concept. I think it would have been a very cool MSX two or a two plus game because just that extra extra memory would have let them do a lot more. But that said, like the music's good. Yeah, I didn't yeah. mind it. I certainly didn't mind it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just, you, uh, you have to go in and pretend it's not Salamander and it's just a completely new game. But I found, but I found that claw. Those two claws broke the game for me. It's like. I, mate, I, I, look, I don't consider myself an expert or anything, but I'm not totally crap. I know this game pretty well, especially the arcade and 64 version. And to me, that just it ruins a lot of the game. It's like it's this is this is just you know taking the piss, as you could say. So yeah. mm. that's fair. No, that's that's fair. Anyway, um, yeah, taggy. So I'll um. I had a quick, uh, had a, had a good play that actually. I, I was I actually really liked it. I really liked the MSX version, or I was, I was probably pleasantly surprised by it. It was a lot better than perhaps what I expected it to be. Um, so yeah, you had uh, what did we got here? We got there was options and extras wise. You got um, one player. You got exchange and two player. So I think the exchange was basically you to play two player, but you alternate. Yeah, hot seat basically. Yeah, like so it's like hot seat play. So, um, so yeah, so that was a little bit different. Obviously, you had like a bit of an intro and stuff and storyline to it, which I think you guys mentioned. Uh, I mean, what about the the fighters then? Iggy Rock and uh, Zowie Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. Even, don't even. Don't even. Um, I didn't even pay attention to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, yeah, look, it's... Um, like I said, I think it was a lot of the, the stuff they, they decided to... Where they decided to just do something different with it to go, we're not going to get the arcade experience exactly, so we're just going to make our own. Um, if you've got the wrong press play on tape person to be on here to talk about the MSX port and what really went on with it, but... Mm -hmm. um, no doubt Tony would be able to give you a much better run through. But either way, yeah, it's just like Castle, like Vampire Killer, where it was just you know, a very different game to take advantage or to you know, work with the system rather than try and do what the NES did. Yeah. yeah, maybe that was just what it was. 
Yeah, I, they changed the spaceship, didn't they? So it was a hyperspace mm. fighter instead of Vic Viper. They changed those yep. around as well. Um, all the things that I put on here, the graphics of the ship look really small. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the power-ups were actually... The, the, when you shoot the, um, the orange ships, the power-ups they leave behind are bigger than the actual spaceship. So, um, yeah, I put on there, you know, you get that. When you get the shield, it looks like you've just strapped two big gonads to the front of your little peeny ship. The sack ship. I thought it was colourful, uh, but it had very jerky, it did have very jerky scrolling, as, as Dad's uh, kicked off with. Uh, it felt like it was, like, stepping along chunking mm-hmm. along yeah. but I thought the best thing about it totally the best thing about the MSX version was the music I, thought I, lo- I actually loved it I thought it was great uh, so I was really really impressed by the music yeah, no, it's a good, it is a good version of the Salamander theme yeah yeah so I was really impressed with that so I think that was the from me you know it was actually not a bad port um, but definitely the music was the best part of it from my from my play with it so uh, oh. yeah, so, not a turd, guys. Not a turd. Not a turd. Not a turd. <laughs> not I'll a give turd. it that, but um, yeah, but yeah. not perfect either, hey? No, mm. no. But a good effort. All good right. effort. It is. Yeah, it, it was is. a good effort. Let's let's just say let's yeah. let's be grateful that it wasn't a Spectrum port. That's all I can say. Or the Amstrad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, yeah, who that's... wants to go next? All right, uh, Aaron, did you get to give the Amstrad one a go or the Specky one? I have a long time ago, not this, not yeah. recently, but I remember yeah. that they were both utterly dire. Um, <laughs> tiny little, t- the tiny little postage stamp window, complete yeah. with um, horrible scrolling and Daz okay. you know, moaning about the yeah. fact he couldn't fly past snakes. Um, pretty much both of, both of them are games where, yeah, you you get punished just for the fact that they decided that the ship needed to move at snail's pace. Okay, well, then then you, I'll give you a refresher. How's that, Aaron? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I, I, t- I took a bullet for the team here. Um, now, don't, don't upset Andy Godoy, uh, does. I look, mate, you know, Andy needs to, uh, needs to sit down and listen because uh, I was speaking to Kingy about this. The other day as well, and he uh, wholeheartedly um, agrees with me. Um, okay, this is what I wrote. Okay, graphics are a dis- is are, are disgraceful. They are completely disgraceful. Controls are slow. Now these are Amstrad slash Specky. Now there's no difference. If maybe Amstrad's a little bit slower. The sound, bad sound. Pfft, there's not even any sound. Um, doesn't even feel like Salamander. It's not Salamander. It's it's a crock of crap. Uh, monochrome graphics. Expected, Specky, Amstrad has the same thing, but um, it's just it's, it's the ship's too big. It's just and, and yeah, it's, and Amstrad runs a little slower. Um, I couldn't handle more than five minutes each of these these versions. It was, <laughs> and you know, I wasted my time loading them up on real hardware. <laughs> You're and, never going to get that time back. No, I'm not. This is like bad. It's like. Well, what what were they thinking? This, um, look, I'm not sure about the Amstrad. I know that the Specky could have did a lot better than what it, than this. 
okay? It, it could have did heaps better. But no, yeah, they, like you said, Aaron, it's that little window. And it was, uh, it's embarrassing. It's, yep. it's, it's Chase HQ Commodore 64 embarrassing. That says a lot. <laughs> oh, damn. It is. It is. It's, you'd be spewing if you bought this back in the day. Spewing. But Even you if would it, still go... I'm sure, though, if you did, you would still go to the, the playground the next day and you would still defend it vehemently that it was the best version and the Commodore 64 is ass and oh, that no. was all how it works. No, I don't... You know I what? I, I scrambling around for, in the bin for the, for the receipt. You know, no, I'll I, I tell you this agree with you, Aaron, because even I went on the school uh, playground and said the 64 version of Chase HQ was utter bull crap. It was rubbish. You can't, you can't yeah. lie to people with this. Ah, oh, dude, but the thing is that we didn't have the, the culture of the C64 versus Specky. Yeah, thing we had the Amiga. Like, we had straight Amiga, yeah. that's it. But yeah, that was the thing, like, you know, the, the, you, know, you hear always hear about the, you know, the stories of the, the British schoolyard arguments that, yeah, you know, you'd re read yeah, about it yeah. when they'd talk about it. And <laughs> to me, it just seems like yeah. the sort of thing they would argue. But then again, happy to be proven wrong if there's anyone, yeah. 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 No, I, I don't condone this behaviour, but I think if you took that to school, you would be picked on and beaten. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> smashed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you probably deserve it. Oh, brutal. <laughs> For trying to pick it up. Wow, yeah. I would have been Sean's friend when I was a kid, would you, Aaron? <laughs> That's nasty, but... Um... Yeah. yeah, that's grim. <laughs> I just thought, look, there's no options in this game. The graphics, uh, the borders. I think they spent more time putting the borders together around the screen than play than the game. So for some reason, they put bubble blowing dra dragons with bubbles blowing mm -hmm. out the nose up the side <laughs> of the screen. I think they were meant to be salamanders. Yep. They look more like Squilla from Space Area. Yeah, the funny yeah. thing uh, is, though, too, yeah. the Amstrad I found like just refreshing myself on them like the amstrad runs worse than the specky oh yeah it does it does it's, it's i don't even know how actually no i do know how it's possible because they just went they're both z80s let's just port it straight away and quick and easy money like most sort of uh 6128 or cpc ports in the day ah <laughs> uh, but yeah no they're not not good i think yeah. we can safely say yeah, yeah, yeah. The Viper they stink. Like it, had been on. Yeah. It, it was a flat, weird-looking thing, and I'd, this is really what I've got to say about you know to describe the music. <laughs> what music? What music? Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> That's Did it. You get that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got quiet, so nothing exactly. Yeah, there was some bleeps and blops, and that was about it, guys. It yeah, was, yeah, good. it's disgraceful, good. absolutely disgraceful. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, I wonder what's going to get the turd award, but um, yeah, I find these two versions kind of really smelly. I can, <laughs> it's lingering. The shiny, shiny, oh, shine. very dull shine, very Surely. dull shine. Well, I'd imagine, Surely, I'd, 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 I'd imagine. I'd imagine uh, one of them will, will add yet another trophy to its uh, hall of shame. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's 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 put the air the air freshener on there, and let's go to the Out next cleanser. system. Yeah, Whew, somebody opened the door. 
Well, I, I reckon that the PC engine is probably a good a good palate cleanser, if any. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's one. I mean, it's one I, I own for my my PC engine and have done for quite a while, and it's bloody good. I think is the, the nice way of putting it. Um, it's outside of the X sixty eight thousand, which I've only ever emulated. Um, but I find that the PC engine is pretty much the the best of the bunch, in my opinion, uh, because it's it's quick, it's pretty much the arcade game it's got better music than the arcade uh i always think it sounds much much better but yeah it's you know, it plays well it does everything right apart from it's just really really hard mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah okay you got yeah. it Daz? i played it um all right tote controls graphics are spot on i said the sound and music are faithful to the arcade original um again my qualm when you die, game restarts you back in the level. Unlike the arcade yeah. version that continues on. It changes the game completely. So I don't like that. I seriously don't. Because I'm so used to playing the arcade version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair. And it is. And it does suck on that game, especially when you get to some of the... Uh, the vertical stages aren't too bad, but it's any of the stages that have like the respawning blocks that you've got to shoot. Yeah. Uh, especially, funny enough, in level one, that... that that gets really, really difficult if you don't have options because well, you've yeah, got exactly. to be pushing forward, which again is, I think, is intended design to a point. But yeah, um, yeah that it's funny though because until I went back and sort of touched on some of the other systems again, that yeah, I didn't actually remember that you respawned as opposed to restarting. So yeah. um, there you go. Yeah, it it, it changes I, the game completely. That. Sorry, sorry, Sean, yeah. go for it. Yeah, I found that side of the game design really cheap. Mm-hmm. So if you die before those respawning little balls, those pin balls, maybe it's just a little technique that I haven't learned. But if you die there and you respawn and you've only got your ship, mm-hmm. like you try to shoot your way through and they, they respawn behind you, you yeah. don't seem like you can get out of it. So it's like you lose all of your lives just on that bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like, man, yeah. That, is a, that is cheap, and it, it starts to bring back memories of fury and rage to me as a kid playing it. <laughs> <laughs> like wasting my ten piece, thinking you son of a bitch, Konami, <laughs> you're uh, nothing like Gradius. <laughs> no. And yet, it was meant to be. It was meant to be the easier version of Gradius too. Yeah, I just yeah, I know somebody who can go through it a few times. He, um, so he's obviously mastered it, but yeah. So somebody going back to it, yeah, my anger levels really started to get crazy. I was like, man, I've just fed up with this game. It's doing my head in. But but, um, um, but the, coming back, to, I mean, but, the PC, yeah, the PC engine. It was, I think, yeah, for the time, considering when it came out, yeah, it was much much nicer than anything we got on the SNES. That's for sure. As far as sort of the shooters yeah. of that that, of that era, it it just plays. I don't know. It's like a lot of things. A lot of the shooters I've always found on the PC Engine, for the most part, just they all play really smoothly and are really tight and yeah. faithful. But yeah, that's why you own a PC Engine, right? Mm-hmm. It came out on the PC Engine five years after the arcade. Mm. Wow. Yeah, five years. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it actually. I, I did play the PC Engine version as well, and um, I put. Really look faithful to the arcade. Good size sprites, colourful. Uh, can't really fault it. Um, 
the music i've put it's got some slight slight difference in the tune in the theme tune of the the music as you're playing through but it's it's good and it's enjoyable and there seem, there seemed to be no speech in it so that's one thing that was uh, yep. that was missing mm. so there was no Why? speech for weapons or for for pickups or when you start the stages and things like that yeah, I'm I'm racking my brain now. You mention it. Um, I yeah. don't actually know of any PC Engine games that have speech. Uh, right. Happy, happy! If anyone's listening and it can prove me wrong or at least point out <laughs> some, but I honestly do not recall any that use speech. Street Fighter. Does it? I thought it was Street Fighter Two. No, it does have it. Yeah, but that's yeah. Uh, is that yeah, their sample? So no, that that's that, that, yeah. that's one. That's, yeah. Think about that, crikey! Because yeah, Street Fighter Two's sublime um mm-hmm. oh that's right actually now you see now you mentioned that now remember there's also that that horrible porn fighting game that has uh-huh. strip <laughs> fighter strip fighter or something strip fighter yeah don't don't yeah. just go look it up on youtube don't ever try and play it because it is awful but um yeah okay uh, but still it, they they were it wasn't common yeah street yeah, fighter yeah. was a much bigger it was yeah it was a very big hue card like it had extra stuff to do do a lot of that so but yeah, yeah, yeah. Playability. I put just like the arcade. You got three continues on this. On the arcade, you don't get any continues, do you? I don't know. So that's one thing that I found. Unless you're playing it in two-player mode, there's no. If you play it single-player, there's no continues on it. Um, whereas the PC Engine version, you do get um, a few continues and uh, and three lives. And like you mentioned before, guys, if you die, you do go back as well, which is a bit of a bit of a pain on the ass. Um, yeah, but good. I think a conversion up there, up at the top there. I think up towards the top of the tree. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Go. yeah, yeah, definitely a good one. All right, um, it's me, isn't it? Ness, did you play this? Right, gonna... Are you going to? You going to? Okay, okay, sorry. I was rude. All right. Um, yeah, I didn't. I, I very, very briefly just touched on the nest before the podcast, actually. So I, I'll probably leave that one for you guys. Okay, cool. Um, I'll talk about the X68000 version because I played that one a fair bit. So um, as you can imagine, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's got one or two players. There's no actually other options in the game. Graphics, I couldn't see any problem with it. It looks, it looks spot on to me. Um, I thought the game was just a little bit easier than the arcade because I actually made it to the end of stage two boss, whereas okay. in the arcade I was struggling to do it on one uh, on one uh, set of lives. Um, soundtrack is brilliant and there's a lot of speech in it as well. So there's I, I've got a feeling it's more than the arcade or some of the versions of the arcade. So this speech when you start the game, this speech when you pick up the power-ups, this speech as you enter the bosses area as well. Um, so there's a lot of okay. uh, bits of speech in there, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so I thought it was a really good version. Um, couldn't really fault it, to be fair. Uh, I don't know if you've, if you've played that, Aaron. You said you might have played it in the past. A long time ago, I when Daz asked me sort of to, to jump on a little bit back, like I did look at some, again, videos for refreshers because, you know, something, we just have such a great library of people playing through this stuff um, because yeah. those that's, that system is 
prohibitively expensive to even think about owning. Um, but it's yeah. it's it's quick, like it's it's smooth. It's you know, everything yeah. you'd expect from the, a powerhouse of a machine that that thing is. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, sadly, it's yeah, been far too long since I've done anything other than just watch watch videos of it. But I would like yeah. to go back it back to it because, like I said, the X sixty eight thousand is just such a gorgeous machine for this sort of stuff. Mm. There was actually quite a bit of slowdown on it, and I know there is in the arcade. Um, but actually, this version had got more slowdown on it than the arcade had. Which was surprising Ooh. because I think when um, I had a quick look at it also on um, Battle of the Ports, which we yep. had uh, which we had on here not so long ago, and he also mentioned that the slowdown was really surprising that this system shouldn't have really had slowdown on it. It should have been able to quite easily cope with it. Mm. So yeah, I don't know what happened there, but um, that was the only downside. And that's why I found it partly what I found it a bit easier to get through the game and enjoy it more so <laughs> keep that slow down in <laughs> <laughs> so um, but yeah apart from that that was probably the biggest downer was the slow down the rest of it I thought was great great port looked faithful the sound yeah. effects and the the music were great on it as well really good version not yeah. sure what it retails at I don't imagine it'd be cheap of course not uh... so, um, yeah, Daz, uh, over to you. I think. Um, okay, what are you going to C64 and NES? Well, let's, let's keep the best for last, so let's go to the NES. Okay, cool. Um, I was quite surprised. I mean, it's called Life Force, though. That's one I played. So um, I don't know if that's US or if that's... Uh, uh, there's a couple of versions of it. Um, okay. Life Force, there's Life Force, or at least in the ROM, like the ROM set has Life Force Europe. Uh-huh. And Life Force US, but um, Salamander Salamander on the Famicom is a slightly different game. Uh-huh, uh, but okay, we'll, we'll, we'll jump across to that. So okay, well, I played the one I played was Life Force, so I don't know which one it was. Mm-hmm. It was via emulation. Um, okay, I got very nice graphics and sound, which I was surprised. I thought they were nice and crisp. It looked, I thought it just looked nice. It didn't look like that pale color palette that the NES normally has it had something nice about it um i thought it looked like a genuine like arcade game so i was very impressed with that um though the game is different i found it more like gradius with the item select at the bottom uh stage mm-hmm. layout is different and and very unfair um i thought the pathway blocks you <laughs> so you got to know which way you're going because then there's a pathway that'll just block oh, yeah. you you can't go anywhere oh, yeah. it's like what the hell yeah yeah uh, that, that's... that is different to the arcade it, it yeah. annoyed me that as well does it caught uh, me out yeah I'm like yep. this is it's a different game it's not even Salamander well that's why it's called Life Force I guess um yeah so yeah but a pathway blocks you with nowhere to go so you have to keep close to the right you know so you can sort of keep up without it closing in on you look overall I thought it was a fun game but it's not Salamander uh, it's. I think it's just, it's its own game. I wouldn't even call it Salamander, to be honest. Uh, you, re- you reckon? It's, yeah. There's. I, I think there is definitely some stuff around that it was a considered to be a, 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 a little bit easier version, apart from the the bastard nah. game design of going, "Hey, everybody, here's yeah walls that come out of nowhere that you can't shoot, and now you're dead." Um, <laughs> which is funny though, because uh, I mean that's something that to come back to the MSX like. Uh, 
Space Mambo, for example, is a good one that do- actually does that as well. And that that's actually game design. Like there there are levels where you know you're in you're in areas where you actually have to think about when you move and when you go it's because of go, things yeah. that scroll and and to me that that's kind of cool. Um, but still, yeah, it's it is a very different game. Yeah, like I'm not trashing it because it's that's not like Salamander. I, I'll actually go back to it and play it properly. Um, I think it was fun. But yeah, to me, it wasn't the same game. So, but I will, I will persist. I will go back to it and um, try to learn it because um, I, I was, to be honest, I was very impressed with graphics and sound. Yep. Very, very impressed. Now, the pop, the pop quiz here is: which version did you play, the NTSC or the PAL? I have no idea, no idea whatsoever. I'll okay. have to look back. Uh, okay, I'll, let me let me break it down further for you. Did it feel really slow and sound like ass, or did it play and feel more like an actual arcade game? It played like an arcade game. Then it was the NTSC version, because okay, the yeah. PAL version is awful. Uh, it has the usual slow, like the usual slowdown stuff that we you get with PAL NES games. It is probably one of the worst that I've come across. Uh, maybe a bit hype verbally but still i feel like yeah it's it is but it's what i grew up playing so to me like i didn't know about that was different until i got a lot older um but it suffers mm-hmm. from a lot of there's a lot of flicker it just yeah if you can if you've got a famicom i mean or you've got a, a us ness yeah that's the version to play of the two i but, found um, there was yeah. flicker but it wasn't crazy oh uh, yeah it's i don't know that the power version i Fired it when I fired it up again. It was just like being back at the yeah the same the same old <laughs> crap. Just going wow, look the sprites. That's it. It's almost like color clash on a, the specy. You know, it's yeah. You get a sprite on the same line as you, and suddenly your ship's flickering. And I mean, it's not super distracting, but still, it's that's the ness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, only only briefly had a quick play on it, and um, the only thing I saw um, was like that said with the levels and it blocking you off. Now, mm. if you're playing it like the arcade, you, you hold back uh, to find your path through, and then it actually closes yeah. off. It's like, oh my god, I'm screwed. Yep. <laughs> um, but I mean, look to be to be fair, the NES. I mean, they they ha- it has you know the levels are there. It does vertical. It does the vertical as well as the horizontal, which is you know which is good. Uh, but what's interesting is though the Famicom version of Salamander is a different, slightly different looking game. Uh, the I mean probably the, the first thing you'll notice like when you fire it up the the Famicom title screen is actually animated so it does that you know the, like the fire it's like the fire effect on the the mm-hmm. logo yeah yeah so it actually does that noise with the sound like the sound like it's so it actually is much more like the arcade attract um, but the the actual screen design for some reason the power up system down the bottom it actually has it's it's gradius like they've just literally ripped the gradius ui and dropped it into this game um so it actually has each one spelt out whereas the the nest version of life force it has you know how it has like little boxes for each and it only has whatever one you've got enough to get in written yeah so that which i thought was an interesting difference i mean it's ultimately yeah, nothing. Like it means nothing in the long run, but it's just a, I thought it was an interesting sort of difference between the two that they they went that avenue. Uh, but other than that, look, it's the same game. Yeah. All right. Uh, Would you like to hear a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Trivia. Oh, I was going to say yeah. actually. Oh, trivia. Is this about the Konami code? 
because the <laughs> no, but you can feel free, Aaron. You go for yeah. the Konami code. Yeah, oh no, I was just going to say the the NES the NES, ver- <laughs> the NES version is the only one that has yeah. the Konami code. Of all the ones yeah. I played, the PC Engine yeah. doesn't do it. Um, yeah, the NES one gives you thirty lives, um, and if you're a nice friend and you hit select before you press start, they get thirty lives too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, nice. That's good. That's so good. it's always a good. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's actually a really good retro gamer personality test. If you ask them, <laughs> if you ask them, well, hey, what's the Konami code? And if they <laughs> rattle it off without select, you know they're a selfish asshole. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Yeah, true story. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, they um, they messed around with the names of the things as well, didn't they? So um, the powers were given different names in Life Force compared to uh, Salamander. So Speed Up was called Hyperspeed. Missile was called um, Destruct Missile. Ripple Laser was called Pulse Laser. And Force Shield was called Fart Bomb. No, sorry, it wasn't. It was something else. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they, they, they love messing around with it, didn't they, for some reason? Yeah, it's, um, I think it was just that, that era, though, wasn't it? Like, we, there was, like, that run through. It wasn't probably until recent, like, recent history where the port, you know, the game shifting from Japan to the, the rest of the world, they stopped screwing with this sort of stuff. Yeah. Mostly. No, they go for almost a simultaneous release, don't they, and, and whatnot. That mm. uh, that PS4 arcade archives version's actually got all, um, two or three versions on it. Actually, of the same, you know, the different variants. Oh, really? Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you've got the Life Force and the Salamander, and and, um, and the different and some other variations as well. Uh, and this caravan mode added in there and stuff as well. So. Um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's got the different different title screens and all that as well. Um, I've got a little bit more, tri- just a little bit more about the composer uh, of the music for for Salamander. So Miki Hikashino, uh, female composer at Konami. Also, she did Gradius, Yi'ar Kung Fu, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and also Contra Spirit slash Contra Three on the Super Famicom. Hmm. Um, yeah, I've f- a fair few of those I'm quite quite fond of. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, a little bit of trivia there. Um, Aaron, is it over to you now, or uh, who? We no, got? What else oh, have we got? I'm, I'm not going to steal the C64 from Daz. He'd cry. <laughs> go on, do it. Now we'll cut Daz off. <laughs> no, go for it. Did you play it though, yeah. or do you just? I... I played a little bit of it, but mm-hmm. that said, yeah, I it's been a long time, so it's probably best. Yeah, if you, I know you, I know you have well and truly lived it. Yeah, when from when you decided that you were going to do this game, so over to you, sir. Over to me. All right. Graphics and sound very faithful to the arcade and play fantastic. I hope you guys agree because I think it's pretty much look. It hasn't got those fancy backgrounds, you know, the blue and all that. But it still doesn't affect the game um, or the look. Um, look, I pretty much think it's the closest you're going to get to an arcade game, the arcade version, on a vintage computer. Um, the controls are tight. Just the only downfall is uh, is the it only has four levels out of six, which is quite a shame. And um, I discovered yeah. why today, which Sean <laughs> shall explain later. 
So, um, yeah. yeah, but the music's kick ass. I mean, I, I find it nearly arcade perfect, just with, with the graphics dumbed down. But it's so it's so unbelievable what they did, what they did on that machine back then too. It's mm. very 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 impressive, very impressive. I mean, he's, he even has the fire stage with the you know the it looks amazing. So yeah, yeah no, they did. They, yeah, it um, but yeah, which is which is cool in itself. But it has and it has the vertical stuff as well, which yes, you think yeah. that if they were going to cut if they were going to cut levels, that'd be the one that they'd maybe go after, but. No, it's uh, hey, look at it again. When you compare it to some of the other shooters that we had that are ported shooters, yeah, you know, it, it was far and away one of the best. Yeah, it's, it's still it, actually. I'm just very, very uh, surprised on how well it, how good it is. It's just you know, whenever you get the right person to do the port, it'd come out phenomenal. You know, as as long as I can push that the that computer to its limits, or or know know how to program for the damn thing, you can you can do anything. Mm. I, like yeah. I've always said, you know, Chase HQ on the Specky, amazing, amazing port. Mm. Somehow yeah, they pulled that off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool, pretty amazing. So uh, I don't know if any of you two played it. I, oh, yeah, I really did, wanted yeah. to because I knew it was good, but um, I tried three different versions or three different ways of trying to get it working and failed. So really disappointed I didn't get a chance to to give it a go for the podcast. But um, I will have another go at, um, at some point. I think you yeah, so it looks wrong. very good, at, and I saw it. I saw it on a YouTube video playing, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's really really impressive to look at it. It's done a really good job of it. Mm. No turd there, that's for sure. No, 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 it's definitely not flushed. It's not oh, yeah. flushing this one. No it's chance. Escape the pan. And not to mention, <laughs> I think if uh, if they heard if uh, any of the Zap boys heard us giving it the turd, they would probably personally fly over and hunt both all three of us down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I say. They, yeah. I know they love. They remember the review. They absolutely adored it back in the day as well. So, yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah, so Daz, Daz actually um, pointed me to a website, a guy called Frank Gasking. Um, he actually knew uh, Pete Barron, who actually programmed or did the conversion for the C64. Uh, and he asked him why it only had four levels of the six in it. And basically, uh, he got back to him and gave him the give it straight from the horse's mouth. So uh, here you go. So this is what happened. So the original plan was to convert the entire game. However, after I fed ten pound into sal- into the salamander machine in a horrible calf across f- across f- from King's Cross Station in London, I realised that it was going to be a really big job. I made a ton of notes, which earned me some free looks from paying customers and staff, and went home to write up a schedule. Turned out that the time allocated for the game wasn't going to be enough to do the whole six levels. So I picked what I thought were the four most interesting levels and put a big warning at the start of the job estimate estimate saying something to the effect of, if you want the other levels, you need another four weeks. The company, called Nemesis at that point, it's a strange little coincidence, hmm. um, decided that they didn't care and told me to go ahead with it as scheduled. 
So there you go. Monsters. So basically, the company bought it out, didn't care, and they said, get it out for that date, uh, and we'll drop four out of the six levels. That's so sad, isn't it? Yeah, so that's what you were up against back then, really. That's unreal. Well, hello, um, E.T. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's was, I think, know. You know. It was a common, weeks, pretty common occurrence. <laughs> six. Yeah. But, six yeah. weeks. Um, yeah. What's actually interesting, you mentioned, you actually mentioned, um, Pete Barron as well because he, I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, Daz, he's responsible for one of your all-time favourite C64 games as well. Oh, Myth. Oh, what, Last Ninja myth. or something. Yeah. No, yeah, oh, he it was the programmer on Myth. I thought it, I thought it rang a bell actually. Yeah. Um, that was yeah. a System Three game, wasn't it? Yes, it, it was. was. Yeah. 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 Hey, Pete, if you're listening. Get a Kickstarter up. Get in touch with um, the guys that are doing the uh, some of the other reboots and get into it, mate. Yeah, that would so. be amazing, amazing. And I don't want no yeah. no Spicky Amstrad version. No, I want my version. I want the C sixty four version, the Amiga version. I want a reskin of that. Yeah, just as long as they just as long as they don't do what they did with the Shadow of the Beast. Actually, no. Who am I what kidding? What are you talking about? The... It's great. The sh- no, Shadow of the Beast on the PS4 was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I was say, it's it's oh better God. than the original. <laughs> it's not hard. Tech nah. demos aren't any good games. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're Digressing. right. Yeah. Ah, had a great yeah. scrolling intro that did. <laughs> uh. And let's leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. do have any more. <laughs> I used, that that. I used to just let, yeah. let it let it run in the background, and he also put a couple of quick techie points that I can okay. quickly run through. So, Go for it. slightly interesting side note: the big brain at the end of level one was considered technically impossible by at least three other programs before the job was offered to me. It's four sprites wide, three sprites high. So this is where it gets technical. It says so a plexer was needed to even draw the brain. And it had, and it has had uh, six or, or was it even eight segment arms and a claw which can project horizontally in front of it. Plus, you have the ship itself and all the multiples in tow behind it, all potentially on one sprite line. I solved the problem by writing sprite software sprites using the user-generated character set and dramatically masking the graphics into characters overlapping each other's segments with the one behind it. Even so, the frame rate in that section drops to half half of the usual frame rate. Um, it says, I think it was the biggest hack that I've ever done in my career. Two weeks to work on drawing one arm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah, he put a lot of effort into some of those bits and really stretched, uh, really stretched the hardware, I think. So, pretty impressive dedication to spend two weeks on a, on programming and drawing an arm for a level one boss. And you know, the funny and the funny thing is, again, it was that era where it was probably entirely him. Yeah, doing it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. Um, I've is got that it? I've got one other version oh, here. I think, guys, um, hmm. it'll probably be a quick one. So. I played um, the PS1 Salamander Deluxe Pack, which is also, it's not emulation, it's actually a um, programmed game. 
So this one is a nice little pack if anybody um, is after, uh, I suppose, uh, getting into the Salamander series. Because you get Salamander, you get Life Force, and you also get Salamander 2 in it. Um, It's also wrapped up in a nice little cool CGI intro with some really awesome uh, new arranged music during the intro. Um, Got here, it's got a nice little turkey. Uh, sorry, so uh, doesn't I don't think that was quite right. I think I'm struggling to read my writing. I had, oh, yeah, that's right. It had a nice little history, not a turkey. That's right. Um, it says, uh, what else did it say? Um, <laughs> sometimes, you know, when you scribble these things down, it really history did look like turkey. <laughs> wondering where that was going. I was, I was, um, I was getting worried. Eh? That's, what's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> you having a stroke um, or something? <laughs> drawing turkey, not turd. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it's got uh, it's got all the speech in there. You know, destroy the violent antibiotics, enter the stomach zone, and all that's in there. Because basically, I don't know if you, I think you guys know, but we didn't touch on it too deeply. Uh, obviously, for life force, it got changed to very organic. Um, background, so all the star fields that were in Salamander got changed to that mesh look, yeah, which kind of emulated some kind of organic stomach mm-hmm. or something of a of a, um, of an alien that you were meant to be flying through. Um, so yeah, so it's got all that in there. Um, Salamander Two is great on there as well. It's obviously a better game, um, and the resolution <laughs> and the resolutions and that were were good on it. So. Um, yeah, if you want to try it out and you want to probably a close to arcade perfect version, you want to try some of the other versions out. That's a really good pack, and it also came out on the Saturn as well. Is there any difference between the two? Do you know? Um, did um, um, Retro only, Core review I that? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he mentioned. I think the Saturn resolution was better, so it seemed okay. to be a little bit smoother on the Saturn, but very, very minimal okay. difference between the two. Um, yeah, and I think that's it. I think that's every every version that I I went through. Is you guys, did you try anything else? I think that was always that it with you guys too. Um, I I did actually have a while back. I found the the Android version for some reason. I was, as far as I told, it was cancelled. It never yeah. actually came out because I did find the APK file probably about a year ago actually, and I remember installing it. And mm. and it was pretty, but it, it just doesn't feel right with um, touchscreen. That's all from memory. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah, any shooters ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, it does look nice actually. I did see some uh, videos of it today. It looked quite nice. The ship again was different, wasn't the ship? Was a different mm. ship, and so on. So it had it had elements of Salamander in there, but ultimately, I think it was a bit of a different game. You had to pay for power ups and stuff like that. Having yeah, it's not payments like that. and all that crap. So, um, but t- yeah. So but it's no, the- lo- it's no longer on there. Cool. But um, so one one final port of sorts that um, huh? I don't think either of you mentioned yet, the anime. Oh, okay. 
Yes, the anime, yeah. Now, I did yes. post some pictures of the boxes and the yeah. boxes of the VHS videos and the three laser disc yep. versions. But yeah, oh, if you are if you're in the know about this, please please <laughs> uh, share. No, no, not really. I've <laughs> I've I've watched I've watched part of the first episode and there was far too much talking and not enough ships doing cool stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it definitely exists. It's on YouTube. If you go search oh, for really? all three episodes are, are on there. Um yeah, yeah, it's yeah, there. it's very 80s anime i think in is english? the best way to put it uh subtitled oh, okay. it's the only way to watch only way to watch, watch anime i'm please. lazy mate um, i'm lazy i just want it in english oh <laughs> yeah i don't care who cares <laughs> oh come on yeah, what about nikki what, what if that was in english well if it was originally released in english sure <laughs> But but why why dub why dub stuff unnecessarily? <laughs> anyway, okay. yeah. All no. right. So um, okay. So let's summarise, guys. So um, golden turds and favourite versions that you think people should check out. Uh, Aaron, over to you. We'll go. You, you go first. first, mate. Well, I'm. I mean, look. I, I would recommend everyone plays the Amstrad version <laughs> because it really is a good example of how bad shoddy ports of stuff on that system were. Uh, no, oh God, please, no, please don't. Um, look, honestly, uh, much like when fans of Castlevania talk about the fact they're saying they've never played Vampire Killer, I like I thoroughly would recommend firing up the MSX version and having spending some time with it because it's very very different um yeah it, it is a, it's a good game i mean yeah there's stuff to get over like daz mentioned um but you know it's i would absolutely recommend it um for me though i mean the pc engine i, I still think is of all the ones i've ever played or owned like the pc engine still sort of stands as my personal favorite uh yeah. but i mean that's a little bit of bias uh, not to not to knock my my beloved c64 but yeah the I think that's that's my one of my pick of the lot. If I was going to really had to be forced, um, but yeah. yeah, with that and obviously yeah, taking a gigantic Alan Sugar shaped dump all over the Amstrad version. <laughs> oh, I looked at the specy version. That isn't that far worse. I mean, I mean, it's it's pretty much the same game. At yeah. least at least the specy one, you'll finish it quicker because it's faster. You'll die quicker. It is. I think, I, I think Clive and that, Sinclair and Alan Sugar were down the pub. When yeah, they, uh, when, when they give this uh, the QC, okay. Sorry, Q, who, they, what? There was QC back then. Um, but that said, uh, but that said, the the NES, the NES version, both uh, the Fami and the NES get get bonus points for the fact that they have the Konami code, and I'm a sucker for anything that has that in it. <laughs> Sadly, none of them yeah. have have uh, sound tests which i think is criminal because salamander has a cracking soundtrack yeah that's true mm. multiple yeah, multiple true. multiple mm. <laughs> multiple <laughs> sounds so dumb it's at the aegis zone yeah <laughs> multiple <laughs> uh, <laughs> um me i recommend um besides the c64 version i think it's great i was quite surprised with the nest version as much as it frustrated me uh, I think I think that was quite fun, and I will go back to it. Out of all of them, that's the only one I'll probably go back to. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Which the, in the third uh, das? Oh, Amstrad <laughs> Spicky. That's the tied exact. It's a joint. Yeah. A joint. Yeah, it's very, very a big long bad. one. It's a big long one. It is. It is long. 
It's linked like a double sausage. Uh, mate, one each. Yeah, and I reckon I reckon it's like it's like someone's taken eating prunes as well. It's, so it just comes out even more and easier. Wow. Yeah. 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 You know, it, so, it'll it'll make that noise when it comes out. That echo. That boom. That that boom. <laughs> where the porcelain will be close to get... cracking. Uh, I didn't oh. get to play the C sixty four one this time, so I'm going to go MSX because that I, that was probably my biggest surprise when I booted them up. Um, <laughs> as one to try out. If I was going to go out and buy any version, it would be the. Um, the compilation that's got Life Force Salamander and Salamander 2 on it on the PS1 uh, mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Or, or more recently, you can get it, obviously, on an, em- an emulated um, version with online leaderboards and all that through uh, through Hamster Corp on the PS4 and that. Um, Golden Turd, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty astounding, uh, yeah, astounding that this one. So, yeah, definitely Amstrad and Slash Specky one. I'll um, I'll point does, out does, though, yeah. If you're gonna, if you're going to go and buy the PS1 version of the Salamander pack, yeah. you're going to actually pay slightly more than the X68000 version. Yes, you're correct. Oh, really? Yes. Looking at a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars plus for the PS1, and yeah, the X68000 is pretty much in the same vicinity. Yeah, right. And you know how much an arcade board goes for in Japan? No, no, I, just uh, looked, I just looked it up uh, not so long ago during the podcast. Uh, equivalent of twelve hundred Australian. Far out. That's disgraceful. Mm-hmm. And that's in Japan. Jeez. Um, yeah. yeah, there's one listed currently in Spain at the moment for thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's mm. crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, so we've flushed the golden turds, uh, guys, they're out of the way. We've sprinkled a bit of air freshener with the MSX and the C64 and the other yeah, versions. Yeah. Uh, Daz, have you got something for for me and Aaron? Yes, it's my turn to do the, the quiz. <laughs> I've gotten five reviews for you guys to... Uh, to guess now, Aaron. I'm not sure if, if you've um, kept up with the podcast or not, but we do um, a little quiz. What, what, we, oh, we, good lord! Yeah, um, we'll. Um, I will nominate a uh, a magazine from back in the day, and you'll mm-hmm. have to get, get one guess on what score they gave it. Does that make sense? And that, that they're makes all sense. out of, and they're all out of a hundred. So, um, and it, yeah, yeah. So whoever gets the, the closest to the score gets a point. Now there's five magazine reviews here. So um are you ready? Mm-hmm. See if they see if they reviewed them like we did, guys. Yes, exactly. Thing, yeah. And no cheating. No cheating? Yeah, no cheating. No cheating. Oh. Okay. Well, okay, I think the first one might, might be a bit easy. Friend. Okay. All right, Aaron, you can go first if you like. Guest goes first. Mm-hmm. Okay, Zap sixty-four. Ninety-six percent. Wow, that was quick. Okay. All right. right. What about you? I'm going to go ninety-four. Texas gets it spot on. Ninety-four. Oh, really? Yes, ninety-four percent. I knew it'd be quite. I knew. I thought Aaron had got it spot on. So I just wanted to go. I thought Aaron had got it all. Oh. 
could have sworn it was a got a gold medal. Well, there you <coughs> go. Okay, I'm not going to actually read the review from it, but I will read the overall score um, markings. The presentation got 86%. Um, excellent control and progressive weaponry, but sluggish multi-load. Ah, if it's disc, it doesn't matter. Um, graphics, 95%. Brilliant Bob Stevenson graphics are very close to the arcade original, which I agree. Sound, 84%. Powerful spot effects and adequate music. Hookability, 96%. Stunning, stunningly gripping from the first shot. Last ability, 92%. Plenty of variety and enough difficulty to maintain a lasting interest. Overall, 94%. The best progressive shoot em up to date. And that was in um, Zap64, September 1988. So there you go. Right. Okay, yeah. So it scored high. Okay, yes, it did. Okay. One to Tagster. Okay, we've got four to go. All right, next one's for Crash, okay? Spectrum, ZX Spectrum. (laughs) What did that get out of 100? Go, go tag. Right, um, I'm going to go low here. This is obviously going to be low. Um, What is a golden turd worth in in the old money? What is it, a little golden (laughs) nugget? I don't know, what did you call it? Um, Yeah, I'm going to give it 12%. Okay. Aaron, Tate, you're you're a pom. You should know what you used to call these things back in the day when these magazines existed. <laughs> Remember, this is crash. Seriously. This is crash. <laughs> oh, this is true. Oh, um, no, team, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go around the seventy eight percent mark. Oh wow! What'd you say? So what did you say? Seventy eight percent. You're spot on. No shit. <laughs> No, 78%. No. Yes. No. 78. No. Yeah. I don't think it's that bad. It's it, it's definitely a serviceable version of You think so? The game. <laughs> oh, come on. And also too that it was yeah, arcade ports were a thing that people went gaga for. But oh, eh. wow, 78%. I've got the I had to uh screenshot the review here. I'll just re- Wait, uh, It's come back. <laughs> you can't flush it. It's, it's insane. <laughs> uh, I can't believe uh, you got 78%. Uh, Robin said, like the arcade original, Salamander is playable from the word go. I don't, I don't know if we played the same game. The graphics are colourful and detailed, uh, and the scrolling is smooth. <laughs> There's a decent <laughs> title tune too. Although the in-game effects are usual zap sounds or shoot-em-ups. Of shoot-em-ups. However, it's infuriating to be forced to start a level again whenever you lose a life but in a way this adds to the appeal and keeps the player coming back for more if if you're into shoot 'em up fan then you'll enjoy salamander that was in february 1988 yeah. is that wow. robin yeah. hogg sorry this is, is robin. robin hogg it just says robin right yeah okay. yeah okay he's still doing the rounds now he's okay um, yeah, well, there you go. Maybe, you know, back then, that That's might, have been, might have seen it in a different light, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'd and Aaron so. still see a bit of charm it. Yeah. Mm. I just can't believe he's both got, like, spot on. Okay. Next one is computer video games for the NES. What, out of 100? Yeah. You okay. go, Aaron. For the NES. Aaron, Aaron first. Uh, now, CMVG were out of 100, weren't they? So, uh, yeah. 87. Okay, go. Okay. I'm going to go 76. 
Are you cheating, Aaron? Because it's 87%. <laughs> You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I swear. I swear. You, you, you hear my keyboard. I have a very loud mechanical keyboard. That is insane. So, yeah. No way. <laughs> oh that's, no, that's not one yet that we haven't got right. Wrong wow. Okay. Two to Aaron. Well, I've got no review for that. These next ones I don't have reviews for. Yeah. Oh, we'll soon we'll put soon put a stop to this. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The Games Machine UK. I've never heard of this magazine before, but this is for the MSX What's version. What what, what out of the Games Machine UK? Okay, it's for the oh, MSX. Yeah, that was a popular magazine. Okay, uh, it's for the MSX. What out of a hundred? I'm gonna go because I think it got a good. I I thought it was good. Now, so. I'm going to go 93. Okay, 93. Aaron? Gut wants to say hi, but I, I've got a feeling I'm going to probably go around the 82 mark. Oh, shut up. Are you serious? What? 82. <laughs> You're joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> Dude, this is like we're four from four. This is this is good. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Aaron? Uh, <laughs> no? <laughs> Jesus. Far out. Okay, this is odd. Mate, you should do Tatslotto, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's both, I think, all of us. Okay, last one. Well, Aaron looks like he's won it anyway. I'm sorry. Uh, <clears throat> Commodore Force. Commodore Force. The Commodore 64 version. Out of a hundred, Sean. Commodore sixty four version out of a hundred. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it ninety. Okay, Aaron. I don't actually know CF or Commodore four. Sorry, so I'm not really sure. Uh look, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go ninety two. Oh shit! Okay, uh, it's a draw. It's ninety one. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, 0.5. <laughs> hey. That's pretty close. Okay, well. Well done, Aaron. Wow, that is. That. that is insane. That was an insane. Um, I'm going to take a screenshot. I'm going to take a photo of my screen so you know I'm not talking <laughs> crap. So. And there it is. And I'm going to forward it to you guys. I'm just, mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm just, yeah, <laughs> that was, uh, that was an amazing, uh, <laughs> comp that was, that was impressive. That was very impressive. <laughs> All right, let me I, tell you. I think our reviews kind of, uh, even today, like 20, 30 years later, were actually quite similar to what they ended up saying back then. Yeah. Mm. That is yeah, crazy. Score point you anyway. Well, except for the specy, I think you, 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 specky, it gets yeah. it gets sold it gets sold short. I think sometimes. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. there's there's yeah. a little snip there. I don't know if you can see it in our chat. I'm trying to. <laughs> oh dear, that's just amusing. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, and surprised you don't have any reviews on the Amstrad. You know what? That took me so long to actually try to look for one. I couldn't find one anywhere. Mm. I think. I think. They, I think the internet wants to forget about it. <laughs> I think that's probably fair too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. 
Yeah, so uh, there you go, boys. Um, that's Salamander slash Life Force and all its various, various variations. Um, pretty much wrapped, I think. Uh, yeah, we're done. Don't you think? We're done. Done, yeah, diddly done. Is there yeah. any shout outs for you, Aaron, before we head off? Oh, look, it'd be my, uh, my, my comrades in arms from Press Play on Tape. We uh, have have a um, shooter up episode in the in the bag or rather on the uh, on the cards fairly soon so we want to yeah try and get that out soon but hopefully before packs uh beyond that though the, the usual crew um matt capen you know old buddy up in, in sydney who's dabbling into some of this stuff as well and also chris van grass and obviously anyone else i happen to chat to that does listen in so hi and of course, <laughs> you, you lads for having me on is nothing like getting a, a last minute call up, right, Des? No, nah, man. Nah, thanks, man. Nah, thank you for, uh, for jumping on, dude. I really appreciate it. And it worked out. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. Really, really good, actually. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, good to catch up again, Aaron, as well. And uh, yeah, so I think it was a lot of fun. Ah, I found a review. I found an Amstrad review. Yeah? <laughs> What's that? What is it? See, okay, here, here you go, Des. CNVG reviewed it in issue 107 as uh-huh. a budget title. What price do you think, or what score do you think they gave it? Out of 100, yeah? Out of 100? 55. You're close. Okay, I'm gonna go, uh, oh. Really? Oops. I'll go I'll go 60. Tags closer. Oh, wow, 65, what is it? 65%. Wow, and that's the tag and the, the byline is a bit too similar to the Spectrum game, even down to the extremely cramped playing area. <laughs> well, that's more realistic. But they gave the Spectrum <laughs> the same price. Yeah. Uh, score, you mean? Score. Uh, it's price. Well, yeah, so they were the same price too, actually. Oh, okay. some, yeah, same, yeah, same score. What were they? £1.99 one back then? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, three quid. Three good budget games. <laughs> Bless them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I'd just say a big thanks to everybody uh, who gets involved on the Facebook page and uh, and everybody who listens in. Um, please drop us a review if you can on iTunes, um, as that helps. Uh, like the Facebook page again, things like that. That always helps for us. So um, yeah, over you, does. Thanks to Marco for still not giving us a review. <laughs> Is that Marco? <laughs> I always forget his name. Marco, yeah, Marcos. Uh, Marcos, yeah. yeah. It's been a while <laughs> since you mentioned him. Mm. Uh, no, 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 in all seriousness, thanks for everyone that listens in. Um, especially they get, get to the Chopper group. They're great support. So, um, yeah, no, nah, thanks, guys. So, yeah, everyone, oh, thank you to everyone over there. At that end, um, the RD boys, as usual, um, but yeah, no, thanks to you, Aaron, as well for uh, Aaron, for jumping yeah. on. And uh, no, yeah, again, like I mean. said, yeah, like I said, everyone, everyone for listening in. And um, yeah, if you can give us a review, that would help us, you know, heaps. So thank you. All right. Until All right. next time. There yeah. you go. Or that's it. Or if you're going to be at PAX, come come say hi to myself and the other press play guys. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us will be there on the Sunday. When are you going to be there, uh, Aaron? I'm there all three days, so we're we're helping helping with the classic, the retro gaming area again. So, uh, yep. yeah, got some got some goodies this year. If anyone's yeah, looking yeah. at heading along, we'll have uh, the world's first 
I think it's probably the world's first consoleized Atari Lynx set ah. up to play. Oh, do you have it? Oh, nice. Do you it's, have it in your hands? It is. It, it's going to be in my hands very shortly. It's on its way back from New Zealand. So yeah, if you're if you're a Lynx fan or you, you like seeing sort of uh, yeah home homebrew console jobs, uh, Jared from Retro Revolutions in New Zealand has done an absolutely cracking job on this thing. So yeah, if you're going to be there, come and drop by. We'll have it hopefully have it set up for play. Uh, or at least out on display. So, uh, but yeah, it's going to yeah. be going to be a good year. Got a lot of good stuff coming up. Nice, nice one, man. And nice. good luck, good luck to you and the team. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure always. you guys will kick butt this year. Always. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see you down there. Yep. Yeah, awesome, guys. Catch us around. No worries. Okay, All everyone. Right. Thanks, everyone. Thank see you. Bye, bye. Bye.